You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Lena, and... Welcome back to all of our regular listeners. If you happen to be new, we thank you for tuning in and listening to all of you for listening, taking the time out of your day to support us and hear what we have to say. And today's episode is part two on positivity and habits we use, Amber and myself use to um, maintain a positive outlook on life and what we do on a daily basis to help us achieve that goal. And yes, you're only hearing my voice. Amber was unavailable to record this bit for you because last Friday when we recorded part one, we forgot to record a proper introduction for you um, for today's episode, part two. And so I just didn't want to leave you hanging and just lead right into an episode. I wanted to say a proper hello. So hello, and yeah, so that's um, so today's part two. And before we get started, I wanted to two things I wanted to bring up is first, congrats to Portland, Rip City, anything that has to do with Portland and the Blazers or anything really that has to do with Portland, Oregon. I'm representing them from there. I'm proud to be from there. So congrats to them. And then the second thing, um, our fit tip and me moments are going to be a little different this week. I don't know if you noticed, if you listened to our first part, we didn't share a fit tip. And usually on every Friday, we share a fit tip, something that keeps us motivated for ourselves, our personal fitness journey, what we use to help maintain that. And so this week, we decided to have Amber share a fit tip, and I'm going to share a me moment because it is a two-part episode. So yeah, look out for that at the end. And other than that, I think that's pretty much everything. Um, I guess we'll get you right back into the rest of the episode. I think we're on number four and I hope you were enjoying it. I hope you're gaining something from our conversation and what we use to better our lives. And hopefully you can, hopefully you can use those strategies, those practices to better yours as well. So enjoy the rest of the podcast and I look forward to talking next weekend about, I mean, sorry, talking next week and having a conversation with you then. So until then, enjoy your week, have a beautiful day, and here we go. The rest of the part two of our positivity episode. So my fourth one um, is just be present. And the reason why this can fall under the, you know, being positive is because for me personally, if I were to start thinking too much in the past and dwell on things that I could have done or why did I say that? Why did I do it that way? Then I, my attitude changes and I start becoming pessimistic and then it just changes everything about me, my mood, my perspective, my goals, everything. So it's important to stay in that moment where you are 
And then you have the other side of things. If you think too much far in the future, you can lose sight of what is actually going on in your life at the moment. And you can't predict the future. So even if you plan for things to happen, it may not always happen that way. So for me, it's just being in the moment, really loving every bit about that moment, that trauma, that experience, that hate, that fight, that car accident. I, I mean, I told you I got her car accident, or I didn't <laughs> get her car accident. My car wasn't an accident. And, you know, instead of reacting in an angry manner, I looked at it like, okay, this is a good thing. There's, you know, there's only, I can only think of something positive coming out of this. And yeah, it's remembering to just breathe, exhale, and remember, hey, I'm alive and I'm going to enjoy the sun. I'm going to enjoy the rain. I'm going to enjoy the thunderstorms. I'm going to enjoy the yelling next door. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy the children screaming because that's your life. And I just want to remind you that love it and live it. Yeah. And so my fourth tool, and this one, you know, is useful for me at work very often, you know, when there, there are stressful times at work and maybe it's, you know, a situation where you're like, oh, if I had sent this email or if I had done this and, you know, sort of things are compounding, it's, you know, back to what you mentioned in terms of finding a learning lesson or an optimistic viewpoint and even a negative situation. So there have been a couple of moments like that at work in particular. And so I think one way that helps me to stay positive, you know, at those times and at stressful times is figuring out how I can learn from this not going the right way or exactly how I would have, you know, Mm -hmm. wanted it to go. And so I try to take that time as a you know, an opportunity to learn and figure out how I might do things a little bit differently next time. And I feel like those are the moments that are going to prepare me as I advance in my career. And so I try to look at look at those situations as something to add to my arsenal that is giving me an experience that's going to help me at the next level. And so um, I think, yeah, in terms of like, Staying positive is just even in, you know, negative situations, bad situations, outcomes that weren't what you wanted or expected is taking it like, okay, it happened. I'm still here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and, you know, how can I approach this type of, you know, issue differently in the future? And then it helps me to then, you know, have a more, um, you know, positive outlook to the situation and not just feeling like, oh, this is so negative and stressful. Yeah, it's benefiting your life more so than, like I said, dwelling. So my fifth one is when you first wake up in the morning, what is the first thing you want to do? Like stretch and exhale and just breathe, right? And I do that. I actually (laughs) roll over and cuddle with my babes. Okay. (laughs) Well, We all tend to just stretch, exhale, get up, look at your phone, right? But for me, it's important to wake up and do something positive for yourself. So remember when I mentioned that I got rid of social media a few months ago, back in January? That was something I did in the new year. Um, That was one of the things that was positive in my life for the time being and 
if I happen to go back, then fine. But I felt myself always wanting to reach my phone and check what was, you know, just scroll down what was happening. I don't do that anymore. So first thing I do is wake up. I have my apple cider vinegar in my water. And I feel like putting something fresh and refreshing in your system to get you going is something that you should all learn to do because it helps regulate your body, helps get the energy flowing. And it's something that you're positively doing for your physical self and your mental self at the same time. So not to say that everyone has to get rid of their social media, get rid of their phones. How do we go on without our phones? I couldn't do that. But um, finding something for you personally that you can let go of and do something positive because I felt like my life has been a little more lighter and I can get things, more things done, not necessarily in the morning right when I wake up, but it's a going back to being present, being in the moment and not thinking about yesterday. This is a new day, a fresh start. And that's how I like to start my day is that water and or apple cider vinegar, and then maybe have your coffee or your tea and your breakfast. I know it's just water and me stretching and exhaling, but it's important to remember to breathe <laughs> and remember that yes. you are alive and it's a new day to get things accomplished and start something new, a new adventure, a new you. So that's, that's my number five. So my fifth tool, and I think this is one that's been of, I think, most importance in the most difficult times or, you know, just times that where maybe I was getting like the most frustrated in life. And that is to surrender and to understand that if it's not meant for me, then it's not meant to be. And because I do think that, you know, there are some things that you think you want so bad, you want so bad, you want so bad. And then, you know, you, everything, you put all your energy into it and then it doesn't happen. It's a huge Mm -hmm. disappointment. And so, you know, I've had to accept for myself that like, if it's not happening, it's because it's not meant for me in this lifetime and I have to be okay with that. And so I think about, again, um, I'll start with like finding my life partner. You know, there were definitely times where 40 was on the horizon and I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? Why can't, you know, um, I find someone. And so there were a lot of times where, of course, like I was lonely and this is what I wanted for myself. And, you know, I had to get to a place where I had to understand and realize for myself that if it didn't happen, then it was okay. I was still going to have a happy life and I would just have to figure out what that life was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they do say that when you stop looking, then that's when it tends to happen. But even then I was thinking, you know, at my age, at like what point are you not thinking about it? It's just like always Mm -hmm. kind of in the back of your mind. But I did have to come to a point where I had to surrender and say, well, one, even though I am surrendering, it doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything to try to find it. Because I think some people confuse surrendering with giving up. 
And it's not giving up. Surrendering is just saying, I'm going to allow life to take me where it's going to take me. I'm going to do what I can to get what I want. But if it doesn't happen, it's not because I didn't do everything I could to make it happen. It didn't happen because it wasn't supposed to be for me. And maybe there's something else for me. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, it was after getting into that mindset. And then once I got into that mindset, I stopped settling. So I had been dating a couple guys before who, for different reasons, like weren't the right guys for me, but it's like I wanted to make it work because that's what I wanted. And so the situation before I met Mark was this guy coming back around who I knew was not the right situation for me. And so I was able to say, you know what, like, no. Like, I'm not settling for this. I'm not taking this. I'd rather be alone than to have, you know, whatever games that you're playing or whatever is going on. And so that next month I'm on, you know, a dating app and meeting Mark. But had I allowed myself to like let that situation linger, maybe I wouldn't have been on at the time that I ended up crossing Mm -hmm. paths with Mark. So for me, I was able to surrender. And because I surrendered, I stopped settling. I stopped needing it. I stopped, you know, and was able to let go and open up myself for the right person. Um, and so now, you know, now we want to have a baby and we're trying to have a baby. And so that's a little bit different because your body actually yeah. takes you on hormonal, emotional roller coasters mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a way that, you know, you don't necessarily, you're not necessarily prepared for or expecting. But, you know, and, in and those you can't moments, really control it. yeah, you can't. And so in those moments where, you know, sometimes you do get frustrated or you have your disappointments when it's like, okay, well, it didn't happen this month. You know, it's, um, I had to remind myself again and I had to surrender and say that if for some reason this doesn't happen for us, then it's not meant for us in this way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even though it's hard to admit Like, that's the only way I can live my life because if not, then it's so easily to, like, you know, spiral into a negative place and, like, Mm -hmm. second-guess things that happened, you know, 15 years ago that you can't change, like, you know, different things in your life. So it's a tool that I'm using right now in my current situation. And, of course, like like I said, it's not giving up because I'm still – I'm still being proactive. I'm still cutting back on coffee and alcohol and, you know, having the right diet, taking my vitamins, still doing all those things to put me in the best position to actually, you know, potentially conceive. But at the same time, understanding is that if it's not happening on a certain timeline, then maybe something else is for us. And, you know, at least I'm very fortunate to, you know, have a loving husband who, you know, even before – we got engaged. I think even before we got engaged, it was just like, yeah, like this is something we both want, but I'm with you because I want to be with you. And yeah. so like, don't worry that like, I'm not with you because I want you to have my baby. I'm with you because oh, I see you. you're I want the you person. Baby yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that I want to spend my life with. So, you know, having that kind of partner helps as well. But yeah, I think just in terms of staying positive, sometimes we just have to surrender and that keeps us from going on like these crazy emotional roller coasters and, you know, sort of allowing ourselves to wallow in negativity when something isn't happening that, you know, we feel like we really want to happen. Yeah. And your purpose should be, it's another thing, you know, what's meant to happen, it happens. And I did have a conversation with my sister about, you know, dating and finding men 
is that when you're not looking and I know this, we hear this all the time. It's when you're not looking, you'll receive it. So the same thing about a kid when it's hard not to think about it and overthink it. Mm -hmm. But when you kind of just live your life Mm -hmm. and go through your everyday motions and again, be in that moment, it'll happen. Right. And it'll happen when it's supposed to happen and it will happen if it's supposed to happen. Right. So it's just recognizing it's, it's challenging. It's, I don't want to say it's hard. I don't like the word hard. It's challenging. And there's a way to overcome that challenge. And again, you might, it, there may be another purpose out there for you. Yeah. The point was you guys were supposed to meet and right. Then that was the main point. But if there could be a little you or a little Mark, that'd be so (laughs) special for the world to have. Okay. So, um, moving on now to this, this one is I think the most significant for me and the most important habit that I practice. And again, it's something that I developed at a younger age, or maybe it was something I was just born with. And I didn't know I was born with it until I had went through all that adversity and those stages in my life. And then it, <laughs> what's going on over there <laughs> and then I uncovered this piece of me I want to say and that was just to do what you want live your life for you and be you and I was always I think afraid of being me because I didn't know exactly who I was and I didn't know what it was I wanted because I was told all my life play basketball do this do that and so I did it so it wasn't until I was 21 when I quit and you know, I think I did mention this before, but everyone's like, you're going to regret it. It's going to be the worst thing you ever do. And still to this day, I'm 37 years old. It's still one of the best things I've ever done. (laughs) I just walk off that court my senior year of basketball in college and said, I quit. I finally stood up to something that I didn't necessarily want to do. And I didn't realize I didn't want to do it. (laughs) And I stood up and said, I don't want to do this. So that's when I say I was like reborn and I was discovering myself and and then all the other habits I've already mentioned in this podcast were um, unraveling. And so for me, it's this free spirit attitude that I do have. And like I've mentioned, it can annoy some people. Like my sisters, for instance, we're really close and I can get on their nerves. I'm a bit like my mother, okay? (laughs) I take after (laughs) her in a lot of ways and she's done some amazing things. But it's um, creating a bucket list, That's the first thing you can do. And a bucket list can be something so extreme or so small. And I try to make it a point every year to do something different. And that could be traveling overseas. That could be uh, going to a different um, city or going on a different hike or trying a new restaurant, trying to meet different people. I don't like going to the same stores every week. I like to, you know, change it up, just get a variety of everything in my life. Um, the other thing that I, you know, that I'm not afraid of doing is taking risks and trying things. And for my, in my career, for instance, yeah, I could have went on to go to grad school and went on to Quantico and become an FBI agent and this outstanding (laughs) detective in the police force, whatever I wanted to do. I wanted to be Clarice. From the Silence of the Lambs. That's really honestly what I wanted to do. But I think it was a fantasy. I think I just wanted to be in the movies <laughs> and do that. <laughs> and I feel like it was going to be how it was on the crime shows. You know, ID Discovery. But it's not really like that, people. It's not really like that. Um, there's a lot of work you have to do to get there. For instance, being yeah, a police. Also, every case isn't that. 
exciting or no and it takes years to solve and you don't get blood results back that quickly and you (laughs) have to be a police officer for five years before you can even become a detective so there's a lot of steps you need to take but anywho i went the route of fitness and the chances that i've taken um yeah are riskier you know it's not guaranteed what i do (laughs) every day it's a hustle but i thrive off a hustle i live off of that and i've had in the 13 years that i've lived here i've come up with i don't know how many ideas (laughs) i've tried a youtube channel i've done i've i've gone to the city the courthouse the city to register names i don't know how many times (laughs) how many business names i have registered and um what do you think i said I was just like, I don't know, I remember registering names. <laughs> oh, registering my business, yeah. business names. And, you know, sometimes they fail and mistakes happen and that's fine. I, I, I don't want to say that I love mistakes and I love failing, but I think it makes me a better person mm-hmm. and it makes me work more and harder for what I want. So the more I fail, I think the more I succe- succeed. And I think it's just important to maintain a positive outlook and a positive positivity in your life is to take risks, is to create a bucket list. And the last and final thing for me is not to regret anything. Mm -hmm. So I am 37. I waited this long to even think about starting a family. I mean, (laughs) my best friend had to say, Lena, we either got to start now or you're going to have to start partying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's really hard for me to decide. I was like, I love my life though. But I've always wanted a kid. I've always wanted a family. I've always wanted an offspring. I've always wanted something that's from me. But I but I don't want to miss out. <laughs> I want to explore. Oh, no. I, um, yeah, I guess FOMO. Yeah, let's use that. And, and he had to remind me, Lena, you're not, you can have the best of both worlds. You, for a little bit, yeah, you're not going to be able to do <laughs> certain things. I love my alcohol. I love to drink. I mean, have you been to a kid's soccer game and seen the soccer moms <laughs> on the side with their, well, I don't want to be their the, water bottles? <laughs> I don't want to be the closet alcoholic and end up driving the wrong way and killing my... Ne- no, you hear these stories? I watch too much crime TV. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Don't even get me started on all, all this stuff. <laughs> I don't want to be the closet one that yeah, becomes depressed. Like alcoholic, but <laughs> trust me, I know plenty of moms that... No, trust me, I'm going to enjoy my life and still be the best of both in both worlds. Does that mean? Yeah. Best in both worlds. But I, I, I made it, I made it a point and I was very, um, aware and conscious of the fact that I wanted to do everything I possibly could do, spend as much money, travel as many places, do as many reckless things, reckless to a point. I was still responsible I don't Respons- know. How I, know. <laughs> I was responsible, Excellent. reckless. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was smart about it. My brain works really funky. But it was it was important for me. And I knew if I didn't do any of those th- those things, I would regret it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have stories to tell my ch- mm-hmm. I wouldn't have stories to tell my children. I want them to think that I'm awesome and I can do some amazing things. <laughs> and then it will only help me encourage them to go out for what it is that they want and to not stop because someone says you're not good enough or someone says, Oh, you need to do it this way. You're tall. So you should play basketball. No, if you're tall, you could play piano. You know, I want to take my experiences, what I did and what I've gone through and instill in them, you know, not tell them what to do, but say, Hey, this is what I experienced. And you may 
want to experience the same thing or go a different route. So for me, this is the most significant, like I said, the most powerful and not to say that the other ones don't mean anything to me because I think I need all of them in order to maintain that positive mindset, that positive energy and um, overall positive outlook on life. My perspective is positive, is overall positive, I think, is to do what you want. Be selfish. Look out for yourself first and everything, like you said, will fall into place. Like you were saying, like you were looking at, you know, finally I just had to say this is right. and also, what it's going to be and I'm going to be happy. You were right. being selfish and saying, no, I'm not going to, now right. that you want to be in my life, yeah. I'm saying no to you. Right. <laughs> and I'm sticking up for myself. Yeah. And I've been doing that for the longest time and I'm not going to stop being selfish. Yeah. So that's, I can't, I, I, I just, I'm so passionate about it and I'm so driven by it that you are the most important person in your life. Whether you have a family or not, you are the most important person and you can't forget that. And yeah, sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just really, she's preaching. I just really, <laughs> I'm just really passionate about it. And it's, um, you know, it's some people can look at it as a flaw of how my person, well, my personality and whatever <laughs> they can think that about me. But those are my steps. Those are my habits. Those are Amber's habits. I have mm-hmm. six. Or do you have one more? Sorry. I have five. Okay. I have six. She has five habits that help us lead a more positive life, a more effective life, a more mm-hmm. beneficial life. And also to help pull us out when we might be in a frustrated or a disappointed disappointed yeah. place to pull us back into we have a more positive, give us yeah. a more positive outlook. Yeah. So gosh, I got to chill out now. Bring it back down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, but before we go, we do want to share our me moment and fit tip. And every week we, again, I'm just a reminder if this is your first time listening, it's just a reflection or um, something that we use to, again, <laughs> I'm using positive, such a can you overuse that word? Can you overuse positive? But it's something that we use in our own lives that keep us going and keep us on the right track. This, I mean, I feel like this whole episode is a fit tip. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my me moment for this week is a quote, and it resonates with me because it is me. And even though it was stated by another person, I feel like it's part of my life. And it's what I do. It's what I do on a daily basis. I just mentioned it. And this is the quote. To avoid situations in which you might make mistakes may be the biggest mistake of all. And that was a quote by Peter McWilliams. I'm not sure who that is, but (laughs) it's a great quote. Peter McWilliams. (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of Peter McWilliams (laughs) out there in the world. Mm. And that is so true. Like if you don't go out, like I said earlier, and take risks, make mistakes make a mistake today okay don't go out and jump off a bridge (laughs) just thinking (laughs) you want to be a daredevil there's a difference between being a daredevil and making mistakes but again mistakes make you stronger and mistakes make you wiser and mistakes are beautiful just like flaws they're they're a part of life and so embrace them and love it and enjoy it amber is going to share her fit tip So my fit tip for the day is just in line with what we've talked about in terms of being positive. Um, And so we've talked a bit about 
like Lena's talked about, um, apple cider vinegar. I've talked about, talked about vitamin D. And so today my fit tip is just, um, about ashwagandha. It's an herb, herbal supplement that is known to have a lot of positive benefits. Um, one that are related to sort of mood and stress levels. So I kind of feel like it's appropriate for the episode, but some of the benefits it's known to improve thyroid function, um, reduce anxiety and depression, reduce stress, increase stamina and endurance, prevent and treat cancer. I don't know to what extent about treating cancer, but, um, that it does have some positive benefits, um, for related to cancer, reduce brain cell degeneration, stabilizes blood sugar, lowers cholesterol and boosts immunity. And so I've heard more about it from like the mood stress perspective and helping to alleviate some of that. Now I will say that I did come across, and again, you kind of have to, you know, kind of look at a variety of sources when it comes to evaluating, you know, some supplements and if it's right for you or even asking your doctor, depending if you have any certain um, allergies or physical issues or limitations. But, um, but yeah, it's something that I heard about to help like reduce stress and to help with um, mood stabilization. And so it just has a lot of like positive properties. And I did, like I was saying, I, it did come across one where there is a question of whether or not um, you should take it if you're pregnant. So that's something I would definitely, you know, look into. But if you're not, or if you're still, you know, trying, but you're not yet, it is, um, has been known to be a great herbal supplement to naturally help when it comes to um, processing mood and stress. So given that today's episode was about positivity, um, I thought I would share a supplement that I do use sometimes um, that does known to have, you know, great health benefits when it comes to mental health. Oh, I learned something new today. How do you pronounce it? What is it called? Ashwagandha. Okay. And you find it anywhere? A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. You can find it on Amazon. (laughs) So you can find it anywhere. Yeah, you can find it anywhere. (laughs) So that about wraps up our two-part episode. And again, just to remind you, you can find us on Facebook. We also have our website, which is, I guess... The main place you can come and email us, find us, get the latest updates, and of course our podcast, or email us at Gmail, and that is all under Be Fit and Me. Be Fit and Me. Other than that, I think, I think we're done with this episode, right? We've covered everything. Yep. So we look forward to chatting again next time. It'll be good old middle of May, officially spring, and when we hear each other again. So enjoy your day, your afternoon, your evening, wherever it happens to be, whatever you happen to be doing it. Stay positive. Be positive. And we're sending positive vibes. Amber's looking at me like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Until next time, remember, stay sweet. Stay sexy. Stay sassy. But more importantly, be savvy. I think I got it all.